Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is the Lord our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 37, beginning at verse 26, is found on page 386. Fret not thyself because of the ungodly, neither be thou envious against the evildoers. I think we're starting at verse 20. I'm sorry, I did. My bad. The righteous is ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. Flee from evil, and do the thing that is good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth the thing that is right. He forsaketh not his that be godly, but they are preserved forever. The unrighteous shall be punished, as for the seed of the ungodly it shall be rooted out. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous is exercised in wisdom, and his tongue will be talking of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and his going shall not slide. The ungodly watcheth the righteous, and seeketh occasion to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Hope thou in the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall promote thee, that thou shalt possess the land. When the ungodly shall perish, thou shalt see it. I myself have seen the ungodly in great power, and flourishing like a green bay tree. I went by, and lo, he was gone. I sought him, but his place could nowhere be found. Keep innocency, and take heed unto the thing that is right, for that shall bring a man peace at the last. As for the transgressors, they shall perish together, and the end of the ungodly is, they shall be rooted out at the last. But the salvation of the righteous cometh of the Lord. 
who is also their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall stand by them and save them. He shall deliver them from the ungodly and shall save them because they put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 13th verse of the 23rd chapter of the book of Numbers. Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only the outer part of them, and shall not see them all. Curse them for me from there. So he brought him to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And he said to Balak, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet the Lord over there. Then the Lord met Balaam, and put a word in his mouth, and said, Go back to Balak, and thus you shall speak. So he came to him, and there he was, standing by his burnt offering. And the princes of Moab were with him, and Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Then he took up his oracle and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He has said, and he, will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He has the strength like a wild ox. For there is no sorcery against Jacob nor any divination against Israel. It now must be said of Jacob and of Israel, Oh, what God has done! Look, a people rises like a lioness, and lifts itself up like a lion. It shall not lie down until it devours the prey, and drinks the blood of the slain. Then Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all, nor bless them at all. So Balaam answered and said to Balak, did I not tell you, saying, All that the Lord speaks, that I must do? Here ends the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for forty days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. 
And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and into their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Here ends the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the strength of all those who put their trust in thee, mercifully accept our prayers. And because through the weakness of our mortal nature, we can do no good thing without thee, grant us the help of thy grace, that in keeping thy commandments we may please thee both in will and in deed, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. It's important if we're trying to understand the Gospels to, to realize how deeply rooted they are in the Old Testament narrative. And we can see this in our um, story from Luke. In the last two days, we've had John the Baptist introducing Jesus and then baptizing him, and the Spirit descends upon him in the water. And today we have Jesus going into the wilderness to be tested. And this shows how um, Jesus is very consciously living in the narrative of Israel, who um, was led through the Red Sea by the Spirit uh, and, and led by God's Spirit through the, through the Red Sea and the baptism, and then went into the wilderness to be tested. And the story of Jesus' temptation, um, it's not enough time in a morning like this for a, a full Bible study, but each of the major temptations Jesus faces, the three, correspond to a failure of Israel in, in, in their time of testing. Uh, the um, temptation to worship the devil in exchange for the world's corresponds to the golden calf and the and the uh, turning stone into bread temptation corresponds to the dissatisfaction with the manna and so Jesus shows himself to be the one who in the time of testing does not um, become disobedient or unfaithful but holds on to the word of God trusts God and his word the other horizon for this narrative of course other than Israel in the wilderness is of course Genesis itself, where uh, the first humans, God breathed into Adam the breath of life, the spirit, he became a living being, and then Eve is created, and then they're also tested. So the narrative of creation, spirit, testing is constant, uh, but up until Jesus, the, the narrative is usually one of the, that, that falls into unfaithfulness. We've been talking about in the narrative of numbers that as Balaam and Balak try to curse Israel, that, that, that the word that comes to Balaam 
from God is that, no, this is a blessed people, and no divination, no magic will work to undermine what, I'm, what I have uh, uh, for Israel. And um, so as long as Israel stays in the word of God, stays in God's will, it is safe from the assaults of the enemy. And what's interesting about the Balaam-Balak narrative to reflect on it as a temptation is this is all taking place outside of Israel. This is all, this is like like uh, the devil and God bargaining over Job. You know, Job is just lit. Israel's wandering, and these are two people who who Israel don't even know are on the mountain arguing over them. And it's kind of like the way we face demonic temptation. You know, things are happening that we're not aware of. But if we hold on to the word of God and stay in the place of faithfulness, um, we will we will face trials. We will have difficult times, emotional you know struggles. But but nothing will be able to take us out of God's will and out of His blessing, and and that will be sustained as we as we hold on uh, to God in in faith and faithfulness. And that's that's the main lesson here. And we there's a, a little story or a controversy a while back about the Lord's Prayer where we say, "Lead us not into temptation." And the idea was that well, God never does lead us keep us in temptation. Well. Clearly, biblically, that's a false statement. It is clearly God's intention to test, not to tempt in the sense of like, here, I'm trying to lure you into sin, but to test in terms of try and develop, like a teacher develops the knowledge of a student by giving tests. Here, try this. The way a parent tests a child, okay, I think you're ready for this, go do this. And then if you hit, face the test and you fail, you, you learn something, you get up and you grow. So God tests us not because he wants us to fail. The devil tests us because he wants us to fail. God allows us to go through these tests because he wants us to grow. And the whole point there of the narrative, just to see the consistency of the scripture throughout, Jesus epitomizes the story of Israel. As he holds on to God and to the word of God, he endures faithfully through temptation and is approved. And that's the model for us, not to be like Old Testament Israel, pulled aside by every momentary concern, but to, to persevere faithfully in God's word, knowing that uh, God will, will be with us and see us through that temptation and, and uh, fulfill his purposes in our lives as we, as we trust in him. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to pray with you this morning. Thank you, Chris Robert. Bishop, thank you again. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a Thank wonderful you. day, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, kiddos.